Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, Mysteries of the Unexplained listeners. It is me, Will. Some of you guys were wondering what exactly is a Motu Weird Wednesday episode. So we decided to release one into the wild for you guys to enjoy today. You can get these weekly bonus episodes on patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained. Or you can simply just find the link in today's show notes. So sit back, relax and listen to one of our favourite Motu Weird Wednesday episodes. I think you'll really enjoy our new Grinds My Gears section. It's weird, it's Wednesday, it's Motu Wednesday, weird, weird Motu Wednesdays. Oh my god, that is the worst jingle ever. Take that out. Welcome to episode 10 of Motu Weird Wednesdays. It is me, Wilhelm. What's cracking? Sorry, you del- are you in China today, is it? <laughs> Delayed reaction. <laughs> Sorry, I or was maybe on at- Mars. I was, I was looking out the window there for a second. Sorry, uh, I thought I saw a cat. Hi, it's Annie. Hello, how is everyone? <laughs> Hi. Cats flying in the sky, is it? <laughs> oh, she's absolutely gone do lally lately, guys. You have no idea. The eyes have gone so cross-eyed that they're actually back to normal. <laughs> they actually went the whole way 360 degrees and now I'm looking yeah. to say it the right way. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, no, there's this um, stray cat that's coming into the yard there and I do be watching out for her. Give her a little bit of food, you see. But what he hates her and he's but the minute he sees her out the window, he's like, ah! and then so there might be a little scuffle in the middle of this. I'll try to keep it minimal. Ah, sure. No worries at all. You're like a modern day Snow White <laughs> with all your animals. <laughs> I know. Hoping to get some more soon. <laughs> are you? Are you going to get another dog? 
her cat or animal visit. Oh my God, what? I saw, no, I saw another little rescue dog called Rosie on the website the other day and I can't even talk about it. I want her so much. It's upsetting me. I've been dreaming about her and everything. So let's just say Dave might get a surprise when he comes home from work one day. Oh my goodness, it really is turning into Snow White down there. <laughs> And when I sing, all the birds line up at the window and they sing back to me. Well, they don't, but I do have a load of crows running around on the roof. So I do like to think like I'm a modern day Snow White with a little bit of a difference. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, Annie, uh, speaking of creatures, I have a story for you today. (gasps) Are you interested in it? Would you like to partake in the story? Nah, I'm alright. I'm actually going to go make a cup of tea there. But thanks for calling. See you later. No worries. Listen, thanks for listening to this week's episode, guys. <laughs> and you can tune in for the main episode on Friday. Imagine these episodes started becoming like three and four minutes long. And we were just like being like, um, yeah, we're upping the money for the Patreon as well, guys. Because the content is going through the roof, okay? Well, I know some people who put stuff out on Patreon. And I tell you one thing, you wouldn't wipe your arse with it. But that's not us. <laughs> Well, we like to keep things, we like to keep the quality oh consistent. God. Oh, yeah, it's no shade. Oh my God. No Annie's, shade. Uh, shots fired there now. <laughs> shots fired. Anyway, let's get on today, Annie. Sit down, nuzzle down, knuckle down, just sit down in the chair and shut the fuck up and let's go. Let me just rearrange my bosom. Uh, and they are resting upon the microphone stand. Continue. The Crawfordsville Monster. On September 5th, 1891, two ice delivery men by the names of Marshall McIntyre and Bill Gray were getting ready to deliver ice to the town of Crawfordsville, Indiana, United States. United States. I can't fucking talk. I can't fucking talk. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Crawford- function robot. Crawfordsville, yes. Crawfordsville, at yeah, Annie, yes, yes, yes. Yes, okay. Their route took quite a while to complete, so an early set-off was necessary. So it wasn't unusual for the men to begin their day not long after midnight. Off they went into the bitterly cold Indiana night, in their horse-drawn carriage laden down with ice. Ice delivering was far from exciting and pretty much run-of-the-mill. The work was in one word boring, but on this occasion things would take a strange twist. As the men stared down the road ahead, a familiar outline of a barn came into view, but it looked different. The moon lit up the landscape, making it easy to see the night sky dotted with the odd cloud. Suddenly the atmosphere grew still. The horses stopped in their tracks. You could hear a pin drop. A wave of awe and dread washed over the men. The men stared at the barn as if hypnotised. A hideous apparition, somewhat eel-like, was flapping side wings and fins. It rose from behind the barn into the night sky. Slithering above the barn, it turned to show the men its single huge flaming eye. The Crawfordsville Journal would later describe the otherworldly beast thusly. It was about 18 feet long and 8 feet wide and moved quite rapidly through the air by means of several pairs of side fins 
which worked most sturdily. It was pure white and had no definite shape or form, resembling somewhat a great white shroud fitted with propelling fins. There was no tail or head visible, but there was one great flaming eye, and a sort of wheezing plantative sound was admitted from a mouth which was invisible. It flapped like a flag in the winds as it came on and frequently gave a great squirm as though suffering the horrifying creature moved at frightening speed through the night sky about 300 feet up, then swooped back down towards the barn and began circling and slithering just above. The men were terrified at this point. They managed to get the horses back on course and quickened their speed. The creature was now moving away from the barn and looked like it was hunting the landscape. That thing will devour us quick. Let's get cover in that barn, Marshall said. It's an abomination. The men cowered within the barn, praying that the creature would not attack them. They stayed in the barn for over an hour, watching nervously through a hole in the wood as the creature slowly circled the barn overhead, eventually moving off into the distance and ultimately out of sight. The next morning, the men reported their terrifying encounter, which was published in the papers such as the Crawfordsville Journal and the Indianapolis Journal to great curiosity. Two days after the first sighting, a pastor by the name of G.W. Switzer was out collecting water from his well just after midnight. Suddenly, a feeling of dread filled his body, followed by a tingling sensation from head to toe, he reported. This feeling then caused him to look up into the night sky, he said. A 16-foot-long creature greeted him. It was like a mass of floating drapery that swam through the air in a writhing, in a writhing, twisting manner, similar to the glide of some serpents. The stunned pastor called to his wife. The pair watched in awe as the creature circled over the property. It danced through the air, dipping high and then low. At one point, it came so low to the ground that the couple thought it was about to land, but then swooped back up and disappeared into the distance. The pastor insisted that it had been a still and windless night and therefore said it most definitely was not a cloud. What was this strange creature that dominated the night sky? What are your thoughts so far, Annie? I'm doing that gesture with my fingers like in a kind of a prayer motion where you put them together and you rest them against your chin and you go, hmm. <laughs> okay. I have no fucking idea what this thing is, but I don't like it. I don't care for it at all. Maybe it's just a big cloud. It's just a big cloud. On a windless night, Annie. Get a grip, Annie, yeah? But maybe Mary Maloney down the road was after putting her bloomers for the week out on the washing line, you see. And there was a bit of a whirlwind. See, with a whirlwind there, you wouldn't think that, you know, there was a wind. But the whirlwind was after catching up the knickers and they were floating around in a circle. And that's what the pastor saw. On a windless night, Annie. Give it a rest. <laughs> I just fucking explained about the tornado. Now you give it a rest. Yeah, tornadoes do don't cause any was? wind at all. Oh, forgot that. Pastor Witzer. <laughs> he, he was outside the sphere of the whirlwind, you see. Wow. Wow. Pastor Witzer. Well, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear your fucking explanation. Continue. Prepared in a fucking windless tornado. <laughs> 
<laughs> what am I, a fucking meteorologist? Clearly am I not. Meteorologist love. now. Hey, simmer down, I'll continue, love. continue with your fucking bit down story. <laughs> She's getting tick now. <laughs> Pastor Switzer was considered a well-respected member of the community and therefore a credible witness. Panic ensued. The Crawfordsville postmaster was flooded with reports from terrified people all claiming to have seen the creature. One report even claimed that they had gotten so close to it they could feel the heat of its breath. Some people weren't convinced, putting it down to too much alcohol or delusions. As the weeks went on, an explanation was offered by two local men, John Hornbeck and Abe Hernley. The men claimed they saw what they at first believed to be the monster, but lately discovered that it was in fact a large flock of a type of bird called killdeer. The white underbellies of the birds in the night sky had caused the witnesses to perhaps misidentify the birds for something more supernatural. They theorised that the flocks of killdeer had been so large because of the town's new electric lighting system that it had disorientated the birds and drew them in their droves to the town. Witnesses insisted that what they saw was no flock of birds, however. It was simply otherworldly. Another explanation was put forward. At the time, balloon parachutes had become very popular among young boys in the area. Perhaps these parachutes had drifted up and danced in higher up wind currents. Possibly the most likely explanation. One paranormal theory is that it could have been an atmospheric beast, which are said to be airborne creatures that live out their entire lives up in the high atmosphere and which are most often mistaken as UFO sightings. The case would be forgotten as time passed by, but a man by the name of Charles Fort resurrected the story by mentioning the case of the the Crawdsfordville. Oh my God, I can't say that fucking word. The Crawfordsville. (laughs) I love that you picked the story that you can't say the main word in the story. Are you making fun of my dyslexia again, Annie? Because I swear to God, I will, I will knife you. I will, I will knife you. Oh my God! Is this London or something? Am I being threatened with a knife? Where are we? You are a plastic knife, and I will, I will come at you and scrub your arms. <laughs> will, will, will! You couldn't scrape butter now. Come on, come on now, come on! Are you seriously gonna? Are you gonna take on? You'd be this? too lazy to even scrape the butter. I've been working you out. Hear you hear me? Know. I've been working out. Bring it. Say you're working out your bed. <laughs> the case of the Crawfordsville monster in his book L.O. Fort claimed that he had verified one of the witnesses that Pastor Switzer, who was in fact a real person and not a fabrication of the papers, which was common at the time in a bid to sell more papers. Because of Fort, the monster had remained in the world of the paranormal to this present day. Now, isn't this very peculiar? Very peculiar. This story. Very peculiar. Of a fucking thing in the sky. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen something like that in your life before? Um. No. Um. No, Will. A massing serpent of floating fucking wings. And by the way, if you said the word flaps one more time, I was actually going to vomit. 
Um, no, I have not seen anything. <laughs> I have not seen anything like that, William, strangely enough. Have you ever seen anything like that? An atmospheric Well, you took beast? a minute to answer there. Um, I've only ever seen something like this when my mum's washing has blown off the line, <laughs> sheet has blown off the line into the sky and you have to go get it. But it would land in a tree or a bush nearby. So, I mean, it's not as if it would be dancing around the sky. No, I am definitely um, not buying either the parachute or the bird explanation. Like, uh, people know what fucking birds look like. Maybe it was a hoax. Maybe they were trying to get a few quid for the parish hall and they just wanted a bit of money coming in, a bit of notoriety. Pastor Switzer, Annie? I don't think so, Annie. How dare you, Annie? Pastor Switzer? Pastor Switzer is a good good man, Annie. Pastor Switzer wanted a new bridge table for the ladies to play out of a Wednesday night. <laughs> Maybe he did, although I don't think he got any money for this. Like he just reported it, and it was in the paper. Yeah, but then it'd draw, but it'd see, draw people into the town, and people would be coming from miles around, and your name would get in the papers. And will, as as a thirst trapping bitch that has been online trying to get fans for years, you know it's a slow process. Well, yeah, and it's at a snail's pace for you, so you need to know how slow it is as well. <laughs> Is there any? I think it's very weird. I wonder, like, is it a case that there is actually creatures that live in the sky that we're not aware of? What is this atmospheric beast thing? I've never heard of this in all my years of in-depth paranormal research. I have never heard of an atmospheric beast. That's because you're always looking down at the ground, kicking your shoes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, an atmospheric beast is a supposed creature that lives in the sky. Maybe it's other dimensional, another dimensional type creature that like pops in and out of the sky. Yeah. Maybe they can float through space and they come down and go, hiya, and then go back up. It seemed like it didn't really, wasn't really that interested on in, in the things in the ground. Like it wasn't chasing people or anything like that. It seemed like it had slipped in from a different kind of dimension maybe. That's what I did think now. Just slipped in and was like, oh God, I meant to go down to Bill's house to play a game of, of snooker and I'm after popping into the wrong world here. Oh, what's this? A, a cow barn? Oh, float around it for a few hours and then just go back to what you were doing. Yeah, just kind of a little excursion. Yeah. Yeah, just, maybe they live on the moon or something. Yeah, just after taking a left turn instead of a right one, when you're a, a floating mass of blankets, it's really hard to figure out your left from your right sometimes. Maybe it was just dust caught up in a, a windless tornado. Maybe you're right. Oh, anyway, no. we- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, no, <laughs> he is. Grinds my gears. Grinds my gears. How many gears have you had? Because they're all damn grinded. I don't have any gears. I don't have any gears left because they're grinded down. So I better go get an automatic car. <laughs> Oh, Bert, you're the one who wants to be a pop star in your next life. You're going to have to start working on it, Will. Like, you wouldn't even make it as a country and Irish star now. You're not my target market anyway, so I'm not worried, <laughs> to be honest with you. I have pre-orders for my album. I believe me. I am on the up and up. Cisgender, heterosexual women are definitely not your target audience. Excuse me. Who are you, marketing guru? <laughs> I think not, dear. I think not, dear. Come on with your grinds my gears. We have someone that, well, I have a few little grinds my gears in this week. So, first of all, this, sorry, this uh, is sent in by somebody and they say, first of all, I'm delighted that the term thundercunt has been take, has taken off. As much as I would love to take credit for inventing it, I'll have to satisfy myself with introducing it to you lovely people. Oh, they were the original thundercunty person. Ah, uh, yes. Perfect. I actually... I actually heard it on an episode of Below Deck Med, which was delightfully full of drama. The full insult was a cock juggling thundercunt. <laughs> but I feel thundercunt stands well on its own. <laughs> quite funny. It's a fucking they have brilliant own... word. I fucking love it. <laughs> now, on to what we're all here for. This is what really grinds my gears. When someone says they feel old and some older person smugly says, well, wait until you're insert their older age. (laughs) 
You know what those smug sons of bitches don't tell you? What the fuck it is that they're waiting for that's giving them that smug look. But I'll be the one to spoil it for you. It's hemorrhoids. That's right, hemorrhoids. <laughs> hemorrhoids and the whole gabbit of digestion issues and aches and pains. One day you're in your 20s drinking, eating pizza and other garbage food laden with garlics and onion, with garlic and onions and enjoying some backdoor action, perhaps not all, in, not all in that order. And the next thing you know, you're in your 30s and you can't even look at a breadstick without the gluten making your stomach swell to double the size. <laughs> And forget about enjoying, forget about enjoying backdoor action anymore. When I first discovered I had hemorrhoids, it was when my gynecologist asked me how long I had them and if I wanted to have the fingers surgically removed. <gasps> mm, sorry, fingers? For those who are unaware, little, little teeny parts can protrude. And now I can't even think about butt sex without thinking of my little butt fingers having <laughs> my little butt fingers <laughs> high-fiving my husband's incoming cock. <laughs> then, when you cut out gluten and settle in for a digestive-friendly veggie diet, you think you're in the clear, right? Wrong! A smattering of garlic and onion to add flavour and you're gassing up like the Macy's Day Parade and letting it out for the next day in giant ass-flapping spurts. Which of course irritate your hemorrhoids. It's not like you're steadily getting the Hershey squirts either, so you can feel a little slimmer. No, your colon locks down for days until the dam bursts, which, of course, irritates your hemorrhoids. <laughs> and that's what really grinds my gears. Love to you, Will and Annie and our Motu minions. Uh, and I won't read your name, uh, just in case please, you don't want the world to know that you please, please don't. Oh, I I was not expecting this. I just thought it'd be about a little traffic violation or something. Um, uh, 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 thank you for sharing. I don't think I've... I can't remember the last time anyone shared so much. I don't know what to say, Will. <laughs> I think this is gas. Um... Literally, Dead. literally oh, gas. No. Literally gas. Yeah, maybe, maybe do get the fingers removed. Oh my no. god, I'm just. I th- I've never heard. I have never heard of. I have never heard of butt fingers. Have you ever come across a butt that waved at you? I'm just imagining now you meet a no. new, you meet a new butthole, and you're and there's a little hand like hey yeah, and it's waving at you. Yoo-hoo! like an old the way an old lady waves her fingers. You coming in oh you'll have to check in the old mirror now Annie because this girl didn't realise it until the gynecologist had said it to her (laughs) maybe you've been high-fiving guys for years I wouldn't know because I'm so young I'm just so young um but yeah oh so yeah 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 that's, that's, you uh, you wouldn't know anything about butt sex at all <laughs> I just I, I, I just I think that that I whole I, I I tell you I'm a little bit um I'm a little bit uh, confused by the whole world of butt sex 
Oh, sorry, I forgot you're a frigid bitch. No, anyway, I... Anyway, moving on now to story two, Annie. Unless you want to talk about butt sex more. No, I think I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like questions for your next, for Ask Annie, be like, Annie, do you enjoy butt sex? <laughs> Just story... please, next, please. Story two comes in and this listener has said, I am taking deep, calming breaths as I write this, as I am currently getting my gears ground. There is a woman here at work who seems to be constantly on a different diet every week. All she fucking talks about at lunch is what she can't eat and comments on everybody else's food. Then... Every single time she shoves the fork into her gob, she makes sex noises and smacks her lips like her shitty little salad is the best thing she's ever had. (laughs) Just in case this person listens to the podcast, I'd like to say to them directly, for the love of God and the sanity of your co-workers, just fucking eat something you can actually enjoy for lunch for once in your miserable life and shut the (laughs) fuck up you absolute (laughs) dose of a woman this is uh, (laughs) I stand with you yeah like I stand with you diet oh god like I was in one workplace it was just like I'm on Slimming World I'm on Slimming World oh my god Slimming World my pints now oh no how many I'm down this I'm down up this I'm down this this week I'm down this sorry I don't care I don't fucking care if you're not allowed to fucking chocolate covered digestive biscuit fuck off did I say (laughs) did I say and then black out after I said it Uh, tell me all your dietary requirements and if you're on any diet at the moment no I didn't I actually didn't at all so why are you fucking bombarding me with a little shitty booklet saying now that's allowed half a point and this is allowed three points I don't care I know I know I think it should be like illegal just to talk to comment on like anyone else's food in a in a, in a workplace like what they're having for their lunch or what you're having for your lunch it's nobody's fucking business it only leads to aggravation like it's different if you go out for a meal and you're choosing to go out for a meal with people that you like but if you're in an office and you're all kind of forced to eat in the same place then just shut the fuck up nobody cares I'll tell you something else as well Stop putting pictures of your bet down chipper on Instagram. Stop putting pictures of your bet down burger that you got around the corner and your chips and and can of coke. And your can of coke being like, yay, like fucking heaven. Okay, that looks like shit. Chipper food looks like shit. I'm sure it tastes good. I don't need to see it. Like nobody fucking cares apart from you. It's like your holiday photos. Nobody fucking cares apart from you. You are boring people. You are driving people away from you. Please desist. Yes. The holiday pictures. Unless you're at like an amazing place. Then I want to see it. But if you're at fucking some bet down shitty resort. And you're sending. You're putting up videos of the fucking like the pub outside. And everybody's sitting at the table looking miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah. a, well, sorry. 
So I don't care. Well, I I go further. I don't even care if you've been at an amazing place. I know there's amazing places in the world. I want to see them. I have no desire to see your fo- your your pictures of them. Like I mean, I'm happy for you. Like I'm I'm glad. Like I'm I I'd like to hear about it. I just don't really like looking at photos. It doesn't give me. A, I like. I'm just like I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, so I'm not there to. I'm not there to experience it. I haven't, like, I'm not there. Like, tell me what it's like. Maybe I'll be interested. But stop showing me a reel of photos, which is you and your boyfriend in the same pose and everyone. Oh, this is directed towards somebody. Now, anyway, we're moving on towards our last story. (laughs) And they write in and they say, you know what really toothpastes my orange juice? (laughs) <laughs> no one told us about grey pubes. One day you look down whilst grooming and are all, what the fuck is in this book? Is that a grey <laughs> fucking hair? Disgusting. Growing older is weird as hell. When I got my first grey hair on my head, I thought, oh, look, I am so distinguished like Meryl in Devil Wears Prada. Find one in your snatch and you feel grotesque and hideous like an old witch in the Snow White cartoon. So PSA for all you youngsters in the group, you go grey down there. It is repulsive. Increase or increase grooming, but do not dye it because looking like you have a Superman wig on your cooter is not a good look either. Also, <laughs> fuck you, teacher in fifth grade who pulled the girls aside and taught us about our bodies. This shit show is on you, you raging thundercunt. <laughs> Thundercunt has taken off. It's really, really taken off. And I feel like we do need to take some of the credit for it. I mean, you might have provided the word, Thundercut originator, but we provided the platform. 10% commission will do us us nicely. Um, We all know what kind of character Annie is now. Like I'm not as upset about the grey. I'm kind of more upset about the grey hair than the grey pubes now. To tell you the truth, because there ain't nobody having a, a, an inspection down there too often, is there? Um, I don't know. Why are you asking me? Maybe Dave's not going here yet. I don't know. I I can I I would I will admit I I haven't encountered a grey hair pube problem yet. What? I'm sure I will now the, the, the minute I'll go to the bathroom. No, really? I haven't. No. Oh, oh. See, I'm so oh. young, Annie. I'm really young, you see. So. How young How young do you think you are? No, what I mean by an inspection is like, if you're keeping them short and tidy anyway, sure. I mean, it's not that obvious if you have a few stray greys around there. Like, why are you going down there with the root spray or what's going on? I don't know. Now I feel like that you have a really messy box. A, a what? <laughs> I feel like you have a messy toy box. Well, for I, I'm going to say this on behalf of girls all over the world. I think everybody's got a little bit messier during COVID because like we didn't have to wear the same kind of clothes and everywhere and was just wearing their like jogging pants going around the place. And I stopped wearing underwear. I stopped wearing underwear bras there for about six months. I was like, why would I be? Why would I be hoisting them up with wires? 
like everyone's wearing a sports bra and people are having trouble going back now I, I please please write in if you feel the same and everyone just let everything go there for a little while and I feel like that's why this listener found that grey hair because she wasn't keeping up with the grooming you see if you keep it as short as possible trim the sides you won't see the greys coming through as easily right well sure like I mean I don't know what to say to you well like maybe you're just a bit well, I bet you have a few. Go off and have a look there and come back and tell us. Honestly, I would t- I would say I would I would honestly now I wouldn't I I wouldn't be shy about it. I d- I don't that have one. Surprised me because you're quite salt and peppery in the beard, you see. Yeah, actually one patch of my beard seems to be a concentration of grey in it, which is odd. And um, hopefully no... that balance out at the other side. I do love that grey streak that pe- some people get at the at their on their hairline. I think it's gorgeous, like a bit Michelle Visage. Like I think it's gorgeous, but no, uh, mine doesn't grow in like that. No, of course mine doesn't grow in like that. Mine is just clumps of grey all over the back of my head. Mm. Yeah, it would be nice to have it just in one one section. Uh, but sure, listen, maybe well, my my greys have decided to go. Yeah, we'll give you one section in your beard. Which makes it look like you've spilt milk on your beard. <laughs> Thank you, William. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll have to dye that. Will I? No, I think it's nice. It's quite. I think it's nice. But you think you, when it's a bit longer, it looks a bit more distinguished. Yeah, I think when it's cut short, it just looks like you've got like a bit of something hanging off your lip, and it could be anything of a whitish mm. color. Maybe I'll just dye it. But anyway, that concludes today's episode. I hope we've um, aired all your grievances um, to the public. And thanks so and much for... To all um, the, to, to our lady listeners, I'm sorry about your dingleberries, dangleberries. I'm sorry about your snatch. And um, I'm sorry about that dieting woman. It all seems very hard to contend with now these days. <laughs> yeah, like, listen... I don't know. I like. I always think you're two years older than me, so you'd be able to pass the wisdom on to me, Annie. Do we have to say that every? Do we? Two. It's actually two years. Yeah. Do we have to bring up what Roshi? No, it's two years. No, she's older than me. Yeah. 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 Oh, you thought she was ten years? No, it's only two. But sure, whatever. Whatever you think yourself. I don't know. What? No. Thank you. No, she didn't have her fiftieth yet. No. No, she's only yeah, yeah. Oh, you were thinking of no, you were thinking of Annie. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know what she's saying, Annie, but sure. Anyway, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys, and we'll see you on Friday for another episode of Mysteries of the Unexplained. I hope you like Moti Weird Wednesday because I did. <laughs> you have to finish with the finish. Join us on Friday, but join us next Wednesday for more Motu Weird Wednesdays of the Unexplained. Oh, that's not even it. Fuck off. What do you want to do with then? You do it, Annie. Join us next time for more Mysteries of the Unexplained. Why are you whispering? I am going to redden you. Join us next week for more Mysteries, mysteries of the Unexplained. This tune's going to punish you. I scream yaddy your mind <laughs> Dane Barris you're out of your mind <laughs> It's weird, it's Wednesday It's Motu Wednesday Weird, weird Motu Wednesdays <laughs>
Oh my God, that is the worst jingle ever. Take that out. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.